Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Leroy Seger, on CliffCentral.com. Yo-ho! It is another episode of Talking Tech on CliffCentral.com And this episode is brought to you by MTN Business So, what do we need just about more than anything in today's digital world to protect your data? Well, MTN Business has the solution Something that can look after your bottom line, grow your top line and safeguard that data That's MTN Business Cloud MTN Business Cloud has been created to build African business And is powered by the world's leading cloud solutions from Microsoft Big and small businesses can benefit from this true hybrid cloud solution, leveraging MTN's global network. For more information, email sales at mtnbusiness.co.za or visit mtnbusiness.co.za. That's sales at mtnbusiness.coza or go to the website, mtnbusiness.co.za. Welcome to the new world of business. And speaking of new world of business, in today we have in studio, we got Claire. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Are you going to be doing Slack permanently now? I'm going to, I'm hoping so. Oh, I don't know. We'll have a discussion we'll, afterwards. We'll talk about we'll, it later. We'll kind of have a chat. Duncan, chat to, chat to Leron. Yeah, make, make, it, make, make things happen. <laughs> Uh, I think with that hug you gave Duncan this morning, I'm just thinking. I'm in here. Just say, oh, you're, you're in there. <laughs> Duncan's loving every second of it. Um, all right. So, <laughs> here we go. Now, you know it's trouble when we start this way. Um, okay, okay. But, um, back, 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 back to tech. Back, back to, to business. focusing. Yes, please. Okay. So coming up, um, in September, we've got the Gartner Symposium. This is September, hey? Yeah. I think it is. Um, and one of the things that Gartner's done this year, which is quite cool, is that they've allowed a whole bunch of inspiring innovators to present. So talk about talking to the right audience. I wow. mean, Gartner, it's all execs and CTOs and CEOs. Mm. Um, and one of those aspiring innovators is um, Geis from co-founder and CEO of Wise Talk, who's in studio with us. Hello, hello. Hi there, Leron. How are you doing? Nice to be here. Thank you very much for having me. Good. So tell us, um, Gartner's quite a big thing. Um, it's a big thing. What does Wise Talk do? So Wise Talk was uh, developed about uh, two years ago. Um, we basically look to enhance communication, collaboration, and innovation within an organization. Uh, the gap that we've seen in the emerging market sector is uh, the fact that about 80% of employee workforces out there are based on uh, older feature phone technologies or mishmash between feature phone technologies and smartphone technologies. And really what we've created is the enablement of uh, the C-suite to communicate with blue-collar workers at any level on any device seamlessly uh, at no cost to the uh, to the employee. Uh, and to take that data and to feed it back to the C-suite or the white-collar workers to make better ma- business management decisions out of what is being presented so via the data. So it's a whole bunch of – I mean, your communication is obviously the key yep. to, to, to underpinning all of this. Yeah. Um, now, in the olden days, we used to have this thing called the intranet, which yes. nobody bothered to read. Yep. Um, are we kind of making this better, more mobile? No, absolutely. I think what we've seen is that uh, if we use the metaphor of an iceberg, that the top 20% of the people are typically people who have apps, access to the products like an intranet, et cetera, et cetera. But typically those are places where documents go to die. Um, so what we've built is the enablement, uh, firstly, that you you may be identifying 20% of your employee base, but what about the 80%? Sure. Um, and really what we've created is the seamless uh, linear engagement capability to deliver directly to those people and for them to feed data back for you to collaborate on those outputs to make better business decisions over future uh, in future. 
And when you say data, what what kind of data are we talking about? Is it is it documents? Is it kind of instant messaging? So what, what we we'll do about? is uh, it can be it can be a number of things. It can be uh, it can be sending instant messaging. It can be sending polls. Uh, the other unique feature is that we're completely multi language. So um, you know we offer it in Sutu, Zulu, wow. Kosa, English, and Afrikaans. So for the first time in large distributed disenfranchised workforces, they now they get communicated in their mother tongue, um, and that's made sure. a huge difference. Mm. And by Examples: You can add uh, polling. You can ask people, you know, systemic questions around what their work environment is like. What is their safety gear like? Uh, does it need replacement, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera, and for that data to be fed back to the leaders and, and uh, b- decision makers, uh, really to improve the the level of engagement between what happens uh, at every level of the organisation. And face, how easy is it to use? Is it quite dummy proof? Very much so. I mean, I think what we focused on is, is simplicity of use. You know, uh, again, as Leron has pointed out, a lot of these intranets typically are very complex to use. Mm. Um, and, you know, because of the complexity, people avoid complexity. So yes. they rather don't engage. So we've, be, we've built a very simple to use system. Um, you know, it literally creates you, it takes a couple of seconds for you to create your company instance on the net. Um, and you know, if future assistance is needed in terms of larger scale deployments, et cetera, et cetera, then obviously our advisory team can assist with that. Excellent. But we have, uh, we've got a number of, of, you know, first class blue chip clients Excellent. on board and, uh, the, the results have been staggeringly good. So. And, and is it only kind of the large corporate who can make use of it? What if I've got like a small, medium type of business? Where is there any benefit for me with this? There could be, but I think primarily as a, as a business as Wise Talk, we're looking for organization with, uh, you know, user bases of 1,000 plus uh, okay. for it to be really worthwhile. I think from a data perspective, you know, to get feedback from a larger distributed sure. uh, workforce mm. uh, gives you better data points. Mm. And out of better data points, you can make better business decisions. And industry-related? Mm. Yeah, so we focused, on, uh, we focused on on four market verticals. So mining is one. Mm-hmm. We've got some brilliant companies engaged. We're using our software in that instance. Fantastic. We've got healthcare. Um, uh, we've got logistics um, and retail. Uh, And private, public, what are you looking at here? Bit of of both, I think, yeah. We're we're agnostic. (laughs) uh, We're agnostic to our customers. But I mean, I think, you know, just getting back to the product stack, we've also realized that you need to be product agnostic, you know, and the reality is that we do understand that the, you know, the world is moving towards smart technologies. But the reality of it is, is that the average African person can't afford, even if a device costs fifty or sixty dollars, it's it's still a large percentage mm. of what they're earning. Mm-hmm. Um, and and feature phones in the markets that we're in at the moment still pervasively are feature phones. So we 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 chose to build a technology that doesn't preclude or exclude individuals in an enterprise by their device um, or, or the data uh, the data cost that they may suffer. And the security side of things, if you yeah. lose a phone, that kind of stuff? So we fully we fully integrate into back-end HR systems. Excellent. So it deals with joiners and leavers seamlessly. One big unique difference as well with intranets is that you have to have an email address. Mm. Uh, we authenticate over an email address or over a cell phone cell number. Phone. Excellent. Um, even if guys change their phone numbers, they can notify the system and then they go through an authentication protocol. And if that is a green light, then, of course, they come back into the ecosystem. Um, so from a social side, also, you know, we're uh, one of our large customers. Um, we we sent out a broadcast around which soccer teams do you support. Hmm. And now uh, after a soccer team has played, they actually get a delivery of that onto their device. So nice. it deals with an element of social as well as the business relevance for, for the users. Yeah, but I think that's quite key because, uh, um, you know, people – 
go to work, you know, you spend most of your life at a work environment. Mm. So there's no reason why not bringing some of the social elements Absolutely. into this, make you feel part of the company and the company actually gives a damn about mm. your feelings, yeah. you know. Totally. Um, and what about things like across into Africa itself? Because I mean, um, a lot of the corporates will have a head office here, they'll do a lot of work here, but they yeah. typically would have workforce in Africa. So great question. I think, um, you know, in terms of the market verticals that we've identified, uh, certainly we've, we've got a great footprint on in, in South Africa. Um, there are a number of clients that are using our software cross borders now. Uh, we've got an instance where we're starting a relationship with a client in Jordan and we're starting a relationship with a client in Egypt. Um, but you're absolutely right. A number of the clients that we're dealing with now have cross Africa uh, employee bases. And I think a lot of the IP that we're building uh, and have built is to enable us to seamlessly deliver messaging uh, regardless of the country that we're dealing with. Nice. And also we've partnered with a company in the UK that handles uh, real-time translation into uh, into any language globally. Wow. Wow. Listen, I mean, I, I believe that in Egypt, the Zulu-speaking population, <laughs> both of them <laughs> really want this technology, right? Yeah, so the unique, thing with, uh, the unique thing with dealing with the Middle East is, of course, Arabic well, is written course. from right to left. Yeah. Um, sure. So, you know, we're learning a lot, um, but the capability literally metaphorically is that we put down a freeway and mm. whatever sure. you choose to put on that freeway That's is yeah, so we can deliver pay slips now, mm. we can deliver leave notifications, all that kind of stuff directly to the end user. And then finally kind of Gartner Symposium, that's quite a big, quite a big deal. Yes. Uh, look, you know, if you're, uh, if you're in, in the software space, you know, you, you look at Gartner's magic quadrant and you look sure. at the amazing reports that they publish. Uh, we'd like to be on the Gartner Magic Quadrant one day. So this is a leg up. It's a, it's a yeah. huge uh, credo to my team and I for, for developing mm-hmm. it. And obviously we are extremely humbled and grateful uh, to be asked by Gartner to be part of this symposium. So it's at the Cape Town International Convention Center on the 28th, from the 28th to the 30th of September. It'll be great to see you guys there. Yeah. Well, it's nice because it's, it's the who's who. I mean, talk yes. about kind of if you want to pitch, if you could, if you could magically select the audience to pitch to. This would be it. This would be yeah. it. Absolutely right. Uh-huh. So yeah. no pressure. No pressure. No, 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 it'll be good. It'll okay, be but it's either going to make or break. But yeah. I mean, it's up to you. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> See how you exactly. roll. All right. Fantastic. Thank you very much. If people want to get a hold of you or your business, how can they do that? Is there a Twitter account? Is so a- the Twitter handle is at WiseTalk with a Z, W-Y-Z-E-T-A-L-K. Uh, it'd be great to hear from the listeners. Um, otherwise, info at wisetalk.com uh, and... My Twitter handle is at Gaysbert Kappers. Uh, You're going to have to spell that. Yeah, G-Y-S-B-E-R-T and then Kappers, K-A-P-P-E-R-S. Um, yeah, be great to hear from you guys. Go out and reach. So Thank you. Our clients are the lifeblood of our business, and keeping their data safe is critical. I'm worried that client data in the wrong hands could cost us. With MTN Business Cloud powered by Microsoft Technology, your data is secured in world-class data centers based in South Africa. It's always available, backed up, and complies with South African laws, ensuring that you and your clients are always protected. With a footprint covering 23 countries, isn't it time you found out about a cloud solution built to build African businesses? Welcome to the new world of business. Talking Tech. With the techie guy, Leon Segev on cliffcentral.com. And we are back on com and talking tech. And in studio, we have got Claire. Hello. Hello. Um, and Claire is going to be helping us kind of just get the show going because she's got a lot of questions. I am. Yeah. Did you not, we did not get the brief. No. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, Claire might not say anything from this point onwards, but that was Claire. <laughs> we know I will say oh, something. <laughs> the day we have a mute button for Claire, <laughs> not going to happen, not right? Not going to happen ever. <laughs> All right. So in the studio, we have got Warren and Craig from Homation. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys are going to tell us all about the questions that you guys have been sending in about kind of how do you get a, your home to be automated and kind of welcome to the new, to the new century, I suppose. So how's it, guys? How's it? How's it going? Good. Thank you for joining us. Um, um, I forgot to say this at the beginning of the show, but everybody knows this by now. If you want to get a hold of us, um, please do so. Um, on WeChat, it's Cliff Central. Um, on Twitter, it's at CliffCentral.com. Um, Claire, you have a Twitter account and everything. It's Claire Petra, so C-L-A-R-E-P-E-T-R-A. Otherwise, um, the usual stuff, it's at Leron underscore S-E-G-E-V. And then we'll read some of your questions that you've been sending us anyway. Um, I suppose let's start at the beginning. What is Homation? Uh, Homation as a company, we import and distribute high-end home theater, home automation products to the sub-Saharan African market. Um, company started off really small, just with a simple automation brand mm-hmm. way back then, and has grown um, to representing a whole bunch of brands that we, like I said, distribute through sub-Saharan Africa. And, and would you talk about kind of home automation? There's quite a, you know, there's, there's a wide description of what that could possibly mm-hmm. mean. Anything from pushing a button and your garage opens to pushing a button and your fridge goes on and talks to your air conditioner and, 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 and. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, home automation can be considered from very simple day-night switch switching in your outside lighting uh, to a far more complicated, you know, entering a room, motion sensor picking you up, playing your favorite playlist, uh, ESPN on uh, on the yeah. TV. And, you know, it's it, it's about the lifestyle, and, and home automation brings the a comfortable lifestyle into your home. So it's all about kind of convenience. Um, and is, connectivity. Is connectivity, yeah. So, I mean, let's start with the connectivity part because I suppose kind of a lot of the, most of the questions that have been sent in were specifically around that. Do I need, I mean, is my home going to be connected to the internet? Let's start there. And therefore, I need serious security. And what does mm-hmm. that actually mean? For, I mean, we do the control for a brand. It does not need to be connected to the internet the whole time. So if you do, you'll get remote access. So you could access cameras, arm and disarm your security system via mobile device, via the internet. So if you did have it, that would be great. But you don't have to put huge firewalls in place. Just the standard router that you get at Incredible Connection or, or anything like that, um, that will work fine to get the internet connectivity right. Um, and then whatever happens in your network is in your network. But I don't need – if I'm one of those paranoid people um, who, you know, I if. don't want yeah. – Sorry. <laughs> Allegedly. I mean, just, just asking the question, you yeah. know. Um, so, yes, I understand the point is that like right now I can fire up my phone and go see my cameras at home, and that's great if I want to be that kind of paranoid. Um, on the extreme side, I don't want anybody else being able to hit those buttons and see if I'm home or not home. Could I have those choices? Well, if I, if I can add to what Craig said there already is uh, Control for the brand that we represent is an American product. You can imagine being an American product. They're very security conscious. So, uh, and they also, but they also believe that we have power. So, uh, oh, and signal. <laughs> and signal. And, yeah, fair okay. enough. Um, but so being a security brand or mm. a security conscious uh, brand, they've, they've got procedures in place to make sure that 
not just anybody can access and control your home. You can imagine when you've got a lot of uh, uh, subsystems, you know, alarm systems, IP cameras, all interconnected to your home automation system, that the potential of somebody hacking in and mm. and disabling your security is 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 there. So so they've got these uh, these procedures in place to make sure that the the home is secure, uh, as long as the homeowner has followed the sort of general security. You know, put a password on your Wi-Fi. Mm. You know, don't just have it open. Uh, but would would you guys advise these kind of when you, when you set up in set setting up in setting up in um, a location? <laughs> would you kind of consult to the client and tell them, look, this is what you should be doing? Uh, yeah, we we because of technology shows just to give you a background on um, how the whole remote access works. So to show that it's it's very secure, a lot of the camera systems that you. Um, Install. You have to open up ports on your router. Now, every time you open something up on your router, you're allowing uh, people in or allowing possibility of someone getting mm. in. Um, what Control 4 did from day one, I mean, everyone's heard the term VPN. Um, all the devices have a, a call home technology. So they always dial home almost like ET did. Um, <laughs> and that's all done over a secure SSL encrypted connection. So you're not opening anything up. You're not opening yourself up. It's all encrypted stuff. Same thing the banks use. Mm, okay. um, so, I mean, I suppose it's with everything. If you set it up correctly, you shouldn't have any issues. Correct. If you leave your password as one, two, three. Yeah, you're uh, going to have problems. You're going to have, you're gonna, you're yeah. gonna have um, some, some issues. Um, we've got a question that's coming from um, Sally on WeChat saying, how affordable is this home tech? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, home automation can be relatively affordable. Of course, uh, it depends on just how far you want to take it. Um, we like to say from, you know, from about 15,000 Rand, you get your controller, and there you're able to interconnect to the other systems within your home, AV, uh, audio, video distributed throughout the home, security integration, etc. So uh, home automation doesn't have to be massively expensive, definitely not. Okay, I mean, just following up, I mean, the second part of the question, which I think Matt um, is also quite cool, what's the coolest connections you've done? Oh, I was going to ask that. I mean, Claire's question was, what's the coolest? <laughs> well, I was going to ask, what's the weirdest thing you've ever been asked for? Because so, I think that would kind of take us to the extremity of what you can do with this. Or so, even heard about, maybe. I mean, I mean I, I've heard of guys wanting to automate things like koi ponds. So at certain times, uh, <laughs> dumps the food in. Obviously, you've got the pumps and all that. Um, yeah. I, I know of one of our, our integrators has actually done it for his uh, cats, I think it was. Yeah. He had an automatic cat feeder. So it just drops a pellet out every so often. I don't and you think had that's that so up. weird. You know, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's so strange. Uh, that's, I, I was really <laughs> Feeding expect- animals. See, I was expecting you push a button and like, the chandelier moves and the bookcase <laughs> opens like a 50 shades of grey yes. kind of room. None yeah. of that. Oh, they haven't Whoa. told us about those just yet. I think I keep but it's secret. possible. Oh, very. How expensive would that be? For no. example. <laughs> <laughs> and for $9.99, we'll give you access to those cameras. Can I that off? We no. <laughs> we'll take that off air. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, the whole thing is that um, I've built my house. And then, um, oh, my house was built 10 years ago. Can I retrofit the stuff in? Or do I have to start yeah. digging up foundations and kind of starting from scratch? Then they're just too prohibitive. One of the things that makes the Control 4 brand so powerful and so popular is that it is a retrofit solution. It's something that's been designed to be able to retrofit into an existing home. My home, uh, when I bought it, was a normal, everyday mm. sort of home. Uh, and step by step, I've been adding in smart light switches, uh, audio video systems. And, of course, I mean, 
when you're considering a retrofit, there are potentially certain limitations that you've got to bear in mind. Uh, if you want speakers out on the patio, well, chances are you've got to run a speaker cable. Sure. Uh, so you've got to have those sorts of things in place and in, in, in line. But um, there's, there's no reason that you can't retrofit into an existing home. Uh, and you can also grow it in stages. Start off small with a home theater system and step by step take it out to the rest of the home. Oh, that was just what I was going to ask if you can just add on to whatever you want to do. So it's um, very modular, I mean, it sounds like. And are you traipsing people in and out of your place when you do things like this? That's the other thing, you know. Yeah. You know, I was wondering how many people get involved, all that kind of stuff, if you're setting up this, you know. So generally, you'd only call one, one guy in the system integrator. He might have his team of guys that'll do it. Yeah. But it's not like you need whole like piles a, of people. You're not ripping down walls. and No, no, no not at all. Like if anything, um, you make your light switch box slightly bigger to, okay. fit, to fit the bits and pieces in. But other than that, there's no, yeah, there's no bashing of walls and, okay. and, and chasing. But I mean, it's not I, I, ideally, you want the stuff thought of at a design phase. Correct. Yes. Now that's then, then you run fiber and then you yeah. run all the good, cool tech. Um, everything's hidden. You have a that's server room. So. Yeah, I mean, homes have server rooms these days. I mean, yeah. That's yep. just the way it works. Um, but I mean, that's, that's when you want the stuff built in. Okay? I do. Yeah. Um, that everything is nice and seamless. But if you didn't do it at that stage, but you still want your toys, you can still do it. There's definitely solutions around it, and, and there's ways of getting it about the house. Okay, that, that makes sense. Um, so Carl wants to know um, about Bluetooth because it's Bluetooth speakers, Bluetooth technology. How reliable, how good that versus sound over Wi-Fi? Yeah, well, I mean, Bluetooth is a is a really cool solution. Um, you know, wireless streaming ability. Um, my problem with Bluetooth is that it's a proximity limited um, sort of uh, signal. So you've got to be within range of the Bluetooth receiver. Uh, better solutions are from the Apple guys, AirPlay, and for everybody else, DLNA streaming, and that sits on the network. So you you build up a Wi-Fi network with wireless access points around your home, uh, and then you're not limited to having to be within a ten meter range of your bluetooth device Mm -hmm. like an av receiver or a soundbar relying on the network uh, dlna and and airplay allows you to roam the entire property uh, streaming audio and sometimes video as well uh, to your preferred device because i mean it is possible um, nothing wrong with the tech as long as but the limitation is range yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Bluetooth is a fantastic solution. I use it almost on a daily basis. Um, but uh, there are sort of – there's better solutions out there, of course. Uh, that all depends on budget and particular requirements as well, of course. And how easy is everything to use? Like, how simple is it? It's, as we, have, we have a saying in the in – the, um don't be insulting, be nice. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm try, I'm try not, not. Claire, don't push the button. We, we, we know you want. <laughs> we, we try to make everything um, as wife or partner friendly as possible. As bad as that sounds. Get out. Ideally, what we want to do, and when we do demos at our office, um, we s- will hand over the touchscreen or hand over the remote and say, I'm not going to do this demo. I'll guide you, but here it is. Make it happen. And pretty much everyone can pick up the remote and with one or two steps use the system very okay. simply. So okay. Kids as well. Uh, they they, they probably better than us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, back to security one more time because, I mean, those kind of seems to be coming in again. More questions about that. Mm. Um, things like updates, firmware updates, you know, like uh, software gets released today on a certain device. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the hackers manage to get into it as they do. There's a cat and mouse game. You're constantly sure. being updated. Um, 
how do we handle that kind of things when it comes to updates? Control for release, uh, on our brand at least, uh, control for releases, software updates, major ones pretty much quarterly. Uh, but they do maintenance releases in between that. So if they pick up anything or a glaring bug or a security breach of sorts, they will release thing and all the, all the devices are upgradable via firmware. Um, as well as on the apps, if they find something in the apps as well, they'll, they'll sort that out. So a lot of these things being software, there's, there's always going to be a bug somewhere. I mean, even Apple have, uh, bugs, Microsoft releasing your operating sure. system and it's full of it. So being software, there are ways around things, but they are actively working around them to secure it. Okay, I mean, since we opened up that can of worms Uh-oh. about, not, not the wow thing, um, <laughs> about the whole Apple versus Windows. I mean, I'm not restricted with what I can use. In other words, it's, you've got an Android ability. Can I mix it up as yeah. well? You can. I mean, uh, um, I've got iOS, uh, Warren's got Android, and we can both operate the systems all about. No um, the only limitation on, on our thing is um, when you come down to programming it, unfortunately, the programming tools are um, Windows-based, but that wouldn't affect your end customers. No. That's only for the installers and the integrators themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ultimately, uh, a good automation system should be able to cater for a, yeah. v- a variety of interfaces, um, devices that the clients will use. So uh, your smart tablets and phones, of course, whether that be uh, iOS, Apple, or Android. Um, on-screen TVs, of course, uh, you can control from the TV itself, from remote controls. And then uh, there's a whole bunch of dedicated portable touchscreens, in-wall touchscreens, uh, keypads. There's a variety oh, nice. of ways to integrate and interact with your automation system. Um, and Colin wants to know with regarding to my smart TVs. So, you know, a lot of the TVs recently have been updated and yeah. now they've got a whole bunch of control into them. Mm-hmm. Am I running yeah. parallel systems or am I going to be integrating it all into? There like, is a degree of integration. So some of these guys don't allow third-party control. I mean, to, to try and control an Apple TV or get into the nitty-gritties of an Apple TV mm-hmm. was a pretty difficult thing for a long time. And now they're slowly starting to open that up. So... Sometimes you have duplicate devices, but a lot of the time, integration is pretty key. Um, what we'll do is bring up the TV, control the TV as if you're using the original remote. So instead of having 20 remotes scattered across your table, you've got one, one. and you do it all from the one. And you control the TV as if it were the original remote. Okay, and if I lose my one remote? It's in the system. We bring a new one into the system, pair okay. it up, loads oh, all the codes, awesome. and it's, it's, uh, it's a 30-second exercise. Okay, or so use your phone. Or use your phone. Yeah. See, but that's the whole thing is it, with this is that it's we, we watch TV with our phones in our hands anyway. I yeah. mean, we've got some, you know, the second device. I'm not sure which is the second or the first device anymore because <laughs> we all seem to be changing that. But you typically would have your tablet, your phone, something in hand anyway. Mm. So, you know, I, on mine, at a very basic level, on my phones, which have got infrared, I, I use it as my remote control because yeah, why go find the DSTV remote if you've got one on your phone? Mm. I've said. Um, and I suppose that's kind of the way we've got to start thinking about it. We don't need separate items. To, it's all software. It's all ones and zeros at the end of the day. Um, so why have all a million devices kind of lying around? Mm. Um, what about kind of going green and the whole um, ecosystems? Because everyone's worried about what we're doing to our planet, and they should be. What's happening with that? Yeah, well, I mean, of course, uh, the the point of an, a good automation system is to allow the home to go green. So, uh, you know, having lighting switching on and off uh, with occupancy within a room, mm-hmm. uh, geezer control switching that on and off, whether there's people using the, the, the bathrooms, sure. et cetera. Um, also, know, that's good for power as well. Yeah, I mean, of from, course. From a kind of what's happening now. The heating, ventilating, air conditioning system should be able to switch itself on and off uh, depending whether there's occupancy within a room. And, and of course, a room 
that's not being used uh, should have all its systems switched off so that um, you know it, you're not wasting energy in a room that's mm-hmm. that's not being used and of course that's part of automation uh, but a huge part of automation is also the the lifestyle mm. the, um, the the fun aspect to it as well what do you think comes first though the lifestyle of it uh, well, the lifestyle the sells it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 the sizzle to the steak. Everybody yeah. wants the the speakers out on the patio. I want. I have a little question. Side. What mm. is the thing that the one thing that everybody goes for first? Porn. That's what I need automation for. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were to me. Sorry. No, It'd be interesting if you had automation <laughs> sure. for porn. Not. Everything would be not do it yourself. That, that's a whole other <laughs> automation. Extra. I believe <laughs> it's on sex, but I'm sure there'll be lots of stuff there. Put one button and your stripper pole comes down from the roof, things like that. Huh? Just, sorry, one button. <laughs> just, just making notes. Just um, for research purposes. Is that doable? Yeah. <laughs> Is that yeah. possible? Research. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fun thing. The fun things that people That do. was uh, the fun thing. No. Okay, fine. Fine. I think automating uh, for a lot of people is, is getting rid of all the remotes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, that's a big thing for yeah, us. The clutter, is, I think. Getting rid of the clutter and, and making your life easier. Um, a lot of the time you have all these systems, you don't know how to use half the features. Yeah. Whereas uh, if you have that button, you just go watch DSTV and that turns on, the TV turns on. Goes to the right input. You don't have to go. Was it on AV one or AV two? Yes, do I have yeah. to go to satellite or do I have to go to orgs one? <laughs> yeah. it, it just does all that stuff for you. So that's a big thing for us. Mm. Um, that's part of the making it partner friendly. I'm just saying. He used the word turn on. I'm just uh, <laughs> just mer- merely saying. Um, and the other big thing I'd say is probably lighting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lighting and then security as well. You wouldn't think that you know you're turning on your TV, your lighting and security would be this much fun though. Do you think? Yeah. I, it it's just amazing. You push you push one button and suddenly things start clicking and going in the background. And the mood starts changing. Yeah, I could just imagine yeah. myself on and uh, off <laughs> and on. But you could, do it, you could even do it on, on a kind of a motion sensor. As you walk into the room. Yep. Um, I mean, if you could, you can hook up like an RFID tag to this and things of that nature. Yeah. You could. I, I think the easiest thing to do is because we're integrating, you already have alarm systems in place. Mm. So you have those passive infrared throughout. Right, right, right. So as you walk into the room, turn it, turn it on. Um, I guess with an RFID, you could start it knows that it's identifying me. you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Wow. And then I want um, that loud on. I want that song playing. <laughs> I want right. the temperature at this. <laughs> yeah. Ta-da. <laughs> I Jeez, think we need like a so spoiled. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Um, all right. And where where is the future? What's the next step? Is a final question. Um, I mean, it's, technology is always growing, so it's w- whatever the trends are. I mean, if I look back a year or two ago, everything was getting app um, app driven, app motivated. I think um, everything going cloud at the moment is is the trend. Everything is going Internet of Things. Um, so it'll be bringing all those bits and pieces and all those gadgets into your automation system, into your life. And r- rather than just having a gadget that does something mm-hmm. cool, mm. that gadget can now talk to another gadget and, and all of those. So I think that's current technology trend is, is Internet of Things and then embracing that technology. Wow. Oh, okay. That's like cool stuff. Mm. This, this sounds like one of those things that you think, I'm just going to get the one thing. Yes. Oh, and that's it. <laughs> and then the one thing is just, just two, uh, no, no more. And then before you know it, Everything but that's is, the uh, point, isn't it? You're supposed to add on oh, yeah. as you want. As on. you want to. Oh, we would or, like you to. When as you well. need yeah, exactly. more things. <laughs> when you need more you things. You must have that button <laughs> that switches on your coffee machine whilst you're watching TV. Oh, that's a must have. Can you imagine? Wake up, push button, coffee's done. I, I, I think the whole pet feeder thing. Dog's I think it's, it's like, That's ingenious. 
Um, or open the like you're in bed, they need to go wee wee. You open the door from bed, and they can go. I think that's awesome. All, all possible. All, all, all lying possible. in bed, and you can watch them doing it on your iPad. Oh camera. no, I don't think I need to. Shame, let them have <laughs> no, some no, privacy. Whatever you're into, hey. Just, all right, just say. All right, guys, if they want more information, how can they get a hold of you? Or how, is there a website we can check out? Yeah, well, uh, you <laughs> visit us on our on our website. It's www.homemation.co.za, H-O-M-E-M-A-T-I-O-N. Uh, we've also got a, a, a Twitter feed and Facebook page. and so, so visit our website. All our details are there. Get in touch with us, and, and we'll put you in touch with the custom integrator who will be able to take your house from being a, a house to a home. Perfect. Or a gig fest. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. Love it. Love Thanks, it, love it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for your time. I've just landed a big Pan-African contract, but setting up new ICT infrastructure isn't as easy as it is in South Africa. How can I give my other offices the same capabilities? You need MTN Business Cloud, powered by Microsoft Technology. Our hybrid cloud solution offers on-demand computing resources, reduced infrastructure costs, and service across our global MPLS network covering 23 countries. Isn't it time you found out about the cloud solution built to build African businesses? Welcome to the new world of business. Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy. You on cliffcentral.com. And we are back on cliffcentral.com. I'm Talking Tech. And we still got Claire. She's managed to survive an entire show. Oh, my gosh. Uh, totally didn't get kicked out today. <laughs> You've done very, very well. Uh, all right. So that was the cool guys with, um, from Homation. If you guys want to push a button, make your, your home a geek castle, that's the one to check out. So if you missed that part of the segment, can obviously, when the podcast becomes available, just download that and check out their site. But now we're going to talk something equally cool and equally geeky, but something that's got kind of a whole South Africa talking. We've got Craig in studio, um, who is the lucky holder of the at South Africa account on Instagram. Hello, Craig. How are you? Good, good. How are you doing? Not too bad. So, at South Africa on Instagram, how did you manage to snag <laughs> that? Um, so, so I think it was part it was part me being lucky, and it was part everyone else being lazy. Yeah. So, so I asked for it, and that was it, right? There was a there was a, a young American lady who'd registered at South Africa when when Instagram first launched in in 2010. Uh, she was on holiday in South Africa. So she, she was like, Oh, there's a new, new social network. Like, let's do, let's go and get a username. So she registered South Africa and she posted a few photos of her fingernails and her, <laughs> her nail polish. As and, one does. and, and there was, and the, the most recent photo was a selfie of her and her boyfriend, mm. which I still have. I still got the screenshot of it. <laughs> and, um, so I, I, I'm a big Instagram fanatic. I love the, I love the platform. I think it's incredible for telling stories and, and a couple of years ago, I was, I was like, oh man, I like, I really want, there's this, there's this cool South African story that needs to be told and no one's really doing a good job. So I thought, let, I'm going to, this is going to be my side project. I'm going to, I'm going to do something cool for the country, uh, like a civic, civic well, project. You've done your duty. Uh, do my duty, right? And, um, and, and so I thought, well, let, let's start with the most obvious thing. Let's go see what is being done on at South Africa mm-hmm. and, and I'll take it from there. And I realized that nothing is being done. I saw these random photos. So I just posted a comment as Craig Rodney and I posted a comment and I said, Hey, I really want to use this account to do something cool for South Africa. Would you ever consider, um, letting me have the username? And I posted a comment and that was it. And about three months went past and I heard, oh. and I'd heard nothing oh, nice. and I'd, I'd pretty much forgotten about it. And it was, it was amazing. It was the morning. It was the morning I was, my wife and I were leaving for Mauritius 
And I woke up in the morning, check Instagram first thing, which is standard yeah, default sure. practice, right? <laughs> and um, and there's I see a comment from at South Africa, and you know the heart, the heart, yeah. the doom, 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 because and it says and the, and and the comment says what's your email address? That's all it said. Beautiful. So I replied. I just said Craig, it's really good. Like it's, I didn't care no, about spam bots, uh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I didn't care. I was like, you're getting my email address. So I replied with my email address, and then the rest of the day I couldn't speak to anyone. I was so nervous. I was like, when's she gonna when's she gonna Aww. reply? When's she gonna reply? And um, probably about an hour later, I, I arrive at work, I open up my email, and there's an email from her, and it just says, here's the username, here's the password, wow. Wow. I've changed everything over, and, and she just said, she's like, I'm glad someone wants to do something cool with the account, Beautiful. make me proud. Wow. And I was like, that's that's incredible, right? And and she she screwed me at the same time, because she said, by saying make me proud, like I had a duty no there. Yeah. You know, yep. I couldn't, I couldn't no go sell the username yep. after that, so <laughs> yeah, so that was it. And, and since then, so it's been two and a half years. And I, and every single, I haven't missed a single day I've posted photo, fo- feature photos of the best photos I can find of the country. So, yeah. so what, what actually happens? I mean, does, can anybody post, but obviously they can't post to your feed. So what happens? Do I tag my photo? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, from, from day one, I put up a tag that said, you know, if you want to be featured, use hash, this is South Africa. Um, but you know, SA Tourism, they promote hash meet South Africa, which is another great, mm-hmm. uh, great hashtag to contribute to. And so I'll just, I just trawl through those, through, through those hashtags every now and again, screen grab. If I like photos, screen grab <laughs> them. And, um, and if, if they're cool, then I'll, I'll put them up. I'll write a little caption and I, and I tag the photographer. So how much time have you spent doing this? Collectively, uh, probably a lot, but because I assume it would have been something really quick and easy to do in the beginning, and now it's become it like was, a bit it of was it was a lot harder thing. in the beginning, and really? it's really easy now. So it was hard in the beginning because you start with a bank of zero photos. Right. Um, I also I'm quite precious about copyright, and mm. um, and and I believe that you should be. Uh, you, you should be. I believe mm. that you should be. I think this is a serious thing you should take you should take into consideration. And so for the first year. Every single photo, I asked the photographer, hey, can I feature this no, photo? Right. And I would only feature photos that people came back and said yes. Yeah. After a year, I realized that not a single person had ever said no. And it was becoming more and more admin to track when someone had replied to say yes and yeah. no, et cetera. So that was, it was a substantial amount of work. Yeah. Um, not, not like full time job stuff, but I mean, it was, it was good 15, 20 minutes a day I was, I was spending doing that. After the first year, I realized, you know what, if someone complains, I'll take the photo down. But I think it's pretty safe to say that people won't complain being featured on the South Africa account. I think if so. you're giving them the, rec- if you know, if you're giving them a recognition for their photo, yeah, saying I got this from here. Most people, most people actually comment and say, hey, thank oh, you thank you so much for yeah, featuring yeah. me. Would, sure. Would, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a, like, it's like an honor thing. thing. It's an Absolutely honor. an honor. Totally. Because yeah. you know, out of all the thousand of photographs being, um, kind of being snapped today, yours was, yours was selected. Yeah. You know, you kind of you wear that badge of honor, hey, featured on at mm. South Africa. Yeah, and I mean, listen, it's it's a it's a nice cheat for me because I get to I get sure. to build this account without it being my photos. Mm. So so I definitely, you know, I mean, the, I slash the account definitely benefits from being able to feature other people's photos. But but someone said to me the other day, they said, you know what? There's over a thousand photos there, and as a body of work, just as a collection. As a it's, in, it's incredible it's to go look at, sure. at these photos of the country. You know, and it's, it's amazing. So, so none of the photos have ever been yours. Uh, a couple have. Uh, I think. I think. The, I think the fourth one was mine because, I, as I said, I was I was in Mauritius going, oh, I need to post a photo, and I, didn't, <laughs> I, I hadn't looked for any, so I posted one of mine. And then I didn't for ages because I didn't want to be one of those douches oh, yes. who sure. just featured themselves all the time. Me, me, me. And the first time I went on Thanks. holiday, the, yeah, the first time I went on holiday, <laughs> I actually got one of the, one of the girls at the office. She ran the account for me for that week that oh, I was wow. away. 
And she featured me And it was, she, it was her plan all along She was like She knows Craig won't feature himself So when Clever. I was overseas When I was overseas She featured She featured one of my photos Which was cool. quite cool Embarrassingly It was a photo my wife took That I posted on my account Without crediting her So Oh the copyright didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs> That's another holiday Shame. Mauritius Thank you very much <laughs> Sold Yeah that's exactly um, A quick question from Rena Who wants to know The at South Africa account Doesn't seem to be following Anybody else Why yeah. is that? Um, so, so I didn't want to get mixed up in the politics of who I follow and who I don't follow. It's not, it's not about that. It's about sharing incredible photos of the country. Uh, I, I, you know, like, listen, like, I don't want to run Instagram down. The, the Instagram community in South Africa is incredible. It's incredibly powerful, but there's an element of vanity and ego uh, yeah. in any social network and, uh-huh. and, and it's prevalent within Instagram as well. So a lot of people, a lot of people are like, Oh, why don't you only follow yourself? And then yeah, people sure. know that. And I was like, no, cause, you know what? It, it's not about me as much as I, I like to go on radio shows and I, I do like to take credit for, for, <laughs> for the account. It, 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 it technically it isn't me. There's almost 80,000 people follow the account. Exactly. I don't want them knowing. And, and I notice in the language in a lot of the comments, people see it as South Africa. They don't see it as an individual behind the account. And Which I is believe what you there's, wanted. A, there's a lot of, there's a lot of power in that. There's people go, Oh, I love South Africa so much. And I thought if, if they thought that there was this, there was this nerdy little Instagram geek behind it. Sure. Um, I think it would take, a, take, lot away of, from take it. a lot away from Look, it. We're just glad it's not at South Africa run by, uh, at government because yeah. that would not freaking well. We'd never see anything. Listen, the guys, the, the guys in government, there's a, there's a few South Africa accounts run by government and they do, they do a pretty good job. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's not that bad, right? Um, I know the railway account is quite good. I can't remember what it is though. I'm sorry. South Africa is like this country, South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm just in case there was an alternative one when I wake up from that coma. Um, tell me about the Insta meter that you are setting up. What was that all about? What is that? Okay. Yes. So, so there, there's, a, there's a bit of a random backstory here. So I hope you forgive <laughs> there me. There always a bit, is. A bit of, a bit of, a bit of leniency we on the like story. random. So, so it was, it was September this time last year, um, around Heritage Day and, and I, I got so pissed off with this whole debate around Heritage Day, Bride Day, and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't particularly like the concept of Bride Day. I think, oh. I think it, it, it is Heritage Day, but I absolutely support people, individual people's, um, freedom to support Heritage Day in whichever way they want. They want right. Okay. So then let them have a bride. hundred percent, right? Yeah. So I was, I, I, I'm not pissed off with anyone who wants to do Bride Day. What I'm pissed off with are the people who bitch about Bride Day. Instead of investing that energy into doing a better job of telling your own heritage story, right? So instead of bringing someone else down, just push yourself up and do something cool. Exactly. And so it was at that time when I went, okay, cool. Well, maybe I mustn't be one of these people that I, that I'm complaining about. So I'm going to invest energy into doing something. So that's when the idea sparked around going, well, what if we did a national Insta meet? Like there's all these Instagram meetups around Mm -hmm. the country, but they're always very location specific. So I thought, you know, no one's done, a, uh, no one's attempted to do a national Insta meet where we invite Instagrammers from across the country to converge on a single spot. And so I thought this is, this is a great way to tell this cool South African story. So anyway, so it, it, that's when the idea started and it came, it's now, it's now actually happening. So from the 24th to the 27th of September, so 24th Heritage Day, um, we're going to have a whole whack load of Instagrammers <laughs> converge on Crofronet in the Eastern Cape. Oh. The un- poor unsuspecting wow. citizens they of Crofronet. No they have no idea. You know, Instagrammers, the- they will climb over your wall, take photos of your pets. They don't care. So, so we've got a lot, we've got a whole lot of Instagrammers <laughs> converging on Crofronet. 
And um and that was that was my thing, right? The twenty fourth will be will be the the drive day. Most people will spend that day driving to get there. And so we're gonna run a huge competition to get people to drive really slowly. And take uh, take the side roads, nice. take the back roads, Fantastic. explore these small towns, meet small people. But but the idea is to encourage people to tell a broader story around South Africa and it's not to attack anyone else's version of Heritage Day. It's just to tell what I think is a, a create an opportunity to tell a much broader story around heritage. And it's like, a more positive sort of way of spending your day because, you know, some people will not spend the day having a bride exactly, or yeah. exploring oh, sure. And that's their right. I mean, they're more than welcome to do whatever they want. They can have a free public holiday. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with but that. But like yeah. you said, those are the people that will be bitching about things. 100%. That, mm. But again, like let, like if, the, if, that's, if that's their thing, they must go ahead and bitch, right? But... Um, but this was my this was my attempt to go to create an opportunity to get mm. a whole group of people to tell a, tell a lot of cool stories, mm. and I really think that I mean as I said, Instagram has said they have no scam, right? Like no, uh, these zero. guys will go, and I, I really do hope they they will stop in the middle of a bridge and block up traffic, but then someone will be doing a selfie over the edge. Or, it doesn't matter, right? It's you know I, we've got a be- incredibly beautiful country, a lot of beautiful people, yes. a lot of amazing stories, and I. And I think this is a cool way to, to help those stories come, you know, mm-hmm. come into the public limelight. No, I loved it. Because the great saying I heard was, due to the, you know, thanks to the national highway, we can get from point A to point B without seeing anything. Yeah. Uh, I, and that's what's happening. You want to go to Durban, you hit the N3, and six hours later you're there. But you have seen absolutely stuff all en route, except for the one petrol station you stopped and, you know, halfway mm. through. This is great. In the back so of it's the not, truck. yeah. Um, so it's not that kind of hurry up and get down to the to Crawford on the twenty. You know, take your time. Yeah, chill. Get. I mean, listen. There's no. There's no. There's nothing happening on the twenty fourth anyway. When you right, get right. when you get there, you're you get gonna there. chill yeah. anyway. So um, and then and then the inst- and then I realized that if someone's going to take the time to drive to Crawford then don't don't make them turn around and go home straight away. Yeah, so we've something. got. So we'll have Saturday. We'll have the Friday and the Saturday. We'll be in the town. Um, the idea is that the people who are going. The guys know this, right? Just go and do your own thing. Like I've, you know, there's a lot to do there. Explore. There'll be a few semi-formal events happening. You know, we're organizing some some meets and some historical tours and that kind of stuff that people can join in. But otherwise, it's about meeting up other meeting up with other cool Instagrammers, sharing a passion for photography and storytelling, um, exploring a town that very few people have actually spent time in and and explored properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an incredibly relevant historical town. So, um, yeah. why, why did you pick that town? Uh, so, so uh, it's the central point in the country. I, I knew that if I picked Cape Town, that story's been told, right? Like, I mean, Instagrammers in Cape Town are spoiled for choice around, yeah, sure, sure. you know. But everyone knows that story. Everyone knows Joburg. Everyone knows Durban. You know, not everyone knows PE, but there's still this, there's a big Instagram community in PE. So I figured the fairest way to do it was for everyone to be equally inconvenienced. Mm. And, <laughs> and that. that was, mm. that was Crafronet. And the uptake, what's that been like? So, so we've had, we just passed the 400 mark of people who've registered to so go. So you want people to register. We want people to, yeah. If you want to, no, no, I, I, ideally the registration is just so that I can get an idea of idea. numbers, but you don't have to register. It's a free country. You're more than welcome to go <laughs> to Crafronet. Um, <laughs> we, we definitely having, I, I think we're starting to have a natural attrition in numbers around available accommodation. Mm. Which is which is cool as well. Like I mean, if you can't get accommodation, you can't go. Like unfortunately, that's that shows that the event was a success. success. So I'll take sure. I'll take that. Sure. But um, but I I really didn't know how many people to expect. I mean, my you know I'm a relatively anxious person, so I went from from it being myself and and like three other guys who helped organize it. Like I thought, well, if the four of us are there, we'll have a jaw. We'll have fun. a jaw, right? It could <laughs> be the four bits. of us. Um, <laughs> and then I started going. You know what? Maybe fifty. We'll, maybe we'll get to fifty and that kind of stuff. And then um. And then we launched it and 
and we we hit we hit 400 pretty quick so it's, it's, awesome. it's, so it's crazy. Uh, guys, if you need to, if you want any information on this, it's instameet.co.za is the yep. website. Yeah, no one registered that either. Uh, like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need a, I need a, I need a domain for this. Oh, what, who, I wonder who has instameet.co.za. Like, so that's to be oh, available. Okay. Uh, it's available. Okay. Cause I think the entire 50 lucky. rands, but it's not lucky. Yeah. It's not lucky. You just gotta, you just, just ask. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta ask. That's exactly it. All right. So go check that out. 24th to 27th of September. Grab your phone, your cameras, whatever else you want to grab. That's if you're not going to Gartner at that stage. No, no, no obviously. I mean, yeah. it's en route to Gartner. Hello. Yeah. Obviously. You take, go to Viacraft, right? Stop and take pics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, Craig, thank you very much for popping in. It's a um, pleasure. Can, so obviously follow that hashtag. I mean, that's. Yeah. The, follow, that's follow at South Africa. We'll be posting updates there as well. And then there's a hashtag called at Meet South Africa yeah, as well. Meet South Africa. So check, check all those out. So if you can't make it and if you want to really suffer from proper FOMO, Definitely keep your eye Sounds on that. Like that's going to be incredible. Um, guys, I think that wraps up another one hour of Talking Tech. Time flies when you're having lots of tech that fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. So we just got to say thank you very much to uh, our guest. Thank you, Craig, for popping in. Thank you. Um, Claire, thank you for surviving an entire show. Thank you for having me. No, you've done well. We didn't have to taser you this time at all. <laughs> well, nothing. You've been so good today. <laughs> it's been quite <laughs> awesome. All right. And the last thing is, if you want to get a hold of me, it's thetechieguy.com or at Liron underscore S-E-G-E-V. Since we're talking about um, Instagram, Claire, you must be on Instagram, right? I am. It's at Claire Pet. So C L A R E P E T R A, and there's a lot of selfies on there. I'm sorry. That's okay. They nail selfies. Shameful. I don't know. Okay, then that's right. your, 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 your excuse. I don't think so. Okay. Otherwise, it's um, my Instagram is at the Techie Guy. I'm on Instagram, and the last thing we have to say is the, the Techie Guy is sponsored by MTN Business. What do we need just about more than anything in today's world is protecting your data. Well, MTN Business has the solution. Something that can look after your bottom line, grow your top line, and safeguard your data. That's MTN Business Cloud. MTN Business Cloud has been created to build African business and is powered by the world's leading cloud solution from Microsoft. Big and small businesses can benefit from this truly hybrid solution, leveraging MTN's global network. For more information, email sales at mtnbusiness.co.za or mtnbusiness.co.za is the website. Welcome to the new world of business. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Leroy Segev on cliffcentral.com.